All right, guys, we're back for season two. Welcome to Could We Do That? Together with my friends, Jake. Hey. And Ayush. Hello. We're going to talk to some interesting people from some amazing walks of life. So come and join us for our episode of Could We Do That? <laughs> oh my god oh here we go admit meet my niece <laughs> yeah oh, nice, there she is. nice chef's hat buddy thank you <laughs> hey, hey. hey how are you hello good thanks how are you good long time uh long time no talking yes it's been a few years eh yeah fuck our last <laughs> guest we literally just did an interview that i hadn't talked i hadn't talked to them in like 10 years we're talking like uh an elementary school acquaintance <laughs> yeah uh yeah the crazier part was she listened to our podcast yeah yeah what the fuck <laughs> wow so she had been like following along with your podcast for the last 10 years <laughs> i was like what? no 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 it's a fresh podcast it. it's a fresh podcast okay yeah, i was yeah. like holy yeah. smoke sorry it kind of came up for her, so i was like that's insane <laughs> Can you imagine just low key been doing a podcast for ten years with like four followers? <laughs> Is four not a good number? Well, it's my lucky number, man. So I guess that's that's why. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, so um, it's pretty off the cuff here. Uh, obviously, we're not the most professional of people. Uh, <laughs> All right, speak for yourself, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, welcome, Sam, uh, to Could We Do That? Um, very much looking forward to uh, what you have to say for us today. And um, yeah, I guess uh, if you want to take it from there, um, it's been a few years since we've talked, so I'm sure there's been a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, yeah, definitely took a different direction, not quite into the uh, painting scene anymore, so... <laughs> As I can see, you're not either, so. Nope. <laughs> oh, did you do the painting stuff like Jake did? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, college pro way back when. Is that, is that how you guys met? Like, is that how you know each other? Yep. Yeah? yeah. Nice. It so builds you... lasting bonds, obviously. <laughs> yeah, clearly. And trouble. Very and strong trouble. bonds, yeah. Yeah, and trouble, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh yeah so i guess like where do you guys where do you guys want to start um with this like do you want me to just start about like the business or where you guys want to kind of start with yeah what do you yeah, do why now? don't you uh why don't, yeah why don't you start with what you're up to now and and tell us about kind of how you got where you are sure um so right now like i'm running a uh personal training business so um it's called fit strategy it started off as samantha mills fitness just kind of like my instagram name and then it turned into uh fit strategy because we needed other coaches and things like that and it kind of just like evolved past myself which was pretty cool um right now we primarily work with like business slash career like driven women and like busy moms uh who tend to prioritize like other things other than themselves right now um so we do a lot of work with like reverse dieting and like fat loss um, but also a lot of strength work too, because a lot of women, like they don't really know how to lift weights, which is like so wild to me, but a lot of women just really never did that. They just do cardio. Right. Um, so basically we're a women body recomp, um, specialist program. So, uh, we prioritize like strength and nutrition and then basically increasing like women's muscle mass and things like that. Um, a lot of the times we're also like getting into, um, at this point now it's more of like, so we have like four kind of core values, which is like empower, um, learn power, empower, achieve and, um, grow. So based on those four values, we kind of like have everything tailored around that. Um, so for myself down to like the ladies in the program to the content that we put out, that's kind of like what we do. Um, and yeah, it's just like, it's pretty wild. It just like started as me just writing programs for people and like working at good life. And like, after I left good life, it just like spiraled from there. And now we have like employees and stuff, which is wild. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a wild ride. Yeah. yeah. That, that sounds incredible. Um, how, how long has that been going? Like how long you've been doing this on your own now? Um, so basically like I, so actually it, it started because of college pro. So basically with college pro, like I was running a franchise or whatever. And I was like 18 or 19 at the time, had no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, didn't do too bad with it, but like, wasn't like, you know, that wasn't definitely like my calling for industrial and commercial painting, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, 
I can run a business. This is fantastic. And like, I wouldn't take back anything. Like, don't get me wrong. It was like very, very hard. But um, on one of the, I guess like it was actually the first year that we did it. Um, we were doing a training over at one of the houses in Kitchener. And um, it had nothing to do with the job site, funny enough. So it's not like I could like claim like workers comp. But I, uh, I fell on uh, when we were leaving the, the house that we were staying at. Um, I fell and I like wrecked my wrist, like absolutely annihilated it. Mm. Um, and so I had to get like surgery and I had to like rebuild all the muscle in my arms. So basically like I ran my painting business in like one of those, like, uh, I called them like the field pool casts. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was like, it was pretty wild. And then basically what happened was I had to, after surgery, I had to build up all the muscle in my arm and stuff. So like I started doing this probably the first year of like college pro was like when I really started getting into fitness. Um, and then essentially like after I ended up leaving like good life and things like that after like college pro and all that. Um, but we've actually only been online for about a year. Like it's only been about an actual year of us like growing. Um, before then it was just kind of like programs and in-person training and things like that. Um, and now it's just like totally taken off. Like, I think we had 20 women at the beginning of January last year and now we have almost 200. So wow. it's like, yeah, it's like, wow. like crazy. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> Was that kind of like a product of COVID with like it taking off within the last year or so? Did that kind of like push you towards that or? Um, it was weird actually. So I started, like, I just happened to stumble across like an app when I joined uh, one of my, like I hired a coach and they were using this app and I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen this. And I was sending out like PDFs and stuff and like doing in-person training. And uh, so I ended up like being like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, let's see what this app is. And I kind of just started like getting like friends and stuff like that for like, I think I was selling programs for 20 bucks a piece. Like I still have some clients that like are on like these legacy programs that I kind of <laughs> cringe at now. Cause I'm like, we have so much stuff and coaches and whatever, but <laughs> it's like, it's literally just like, I was just doing um, programs and sending them off and things like that. And then um, COVID hit. And what happened was like, I actually personally gained 30 pounds in the first like round of COVID because <laughs> I was like drinking wine and making bread. And like, I definitely just like went hard with that. And uh, I just had this like moment where I was like, I bet you if I can get this 30 pounds off before people have that light bulb moment, like I need to go back to work. I need to lose weight. I need to fit into my clothes. I was like, I think this thing's going to take off like crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so I just started like documenting everything. And then as soon as everything started to open back up, I was like, hey, I have this program. It's online. You can do it whenever. And like, I think I had like 60 women join. Like it was wild. And wow. then ever since then, we just like haven't been able to slow down. Like it just like keeps going. So <laughs> yeah. it's been pretty cool. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. Yeah, yeah so I like love so COVID, fast. but I hate COVID. So, yeah. you know, like, I don't want anybody to sick, but I'm also like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Way to, offer, yeah, way to take that opportunity. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. <clears throat> you're in one of those businesses too that's like the hardest hit by COVID too. So it must have been really difficult to get this kind of thing off the ground, but it sounds like you're just running with it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been super fun, honestly. And like, I, I used to think that in-person training was like the only way to go. But in like online training is so much more work. Like it is so much more work. <laughs> like they can message you whenever, right? Like in yeah. person, you like hang out for an hour and then you're like, see you Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And then now it's like, you know, it's 12 o'clock at night. And they're like, I had a burrito. What do I do? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, right? It's so different. So it's pretty fun though. It's cool. It's like, it's really, really neat how many people you can actually like impact. So that's like, I think my favorite part of it so far, but it's like pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, I wanted to ask a question about, uh, I guess, a topic you, you briefly touched on. Um, what is a reverse diet? What is reverse dieting? I need to um, know. <laughs> like, what is it? Yeah. Um, so reverse diet, um, a lot of the ladies that come into our program are eating anywhere from like 800 to like 1200 calories a day on average. Um, so oh. super, super low calories um, and they're tired and irritable. And like, they're just like a lot of the times too, like a lot of the symptoms and stuff that they're like experiencing like cravings um, or they can't sleep or they're super irritable or just like they have no energy. And they think it's because they're basically like, they're not working out. They're not taking care of themselves. But a lot of the times it actually goes into the fact that they're not eating enough. So what happens is, is that they're not eating throughout the day and then they sit down at night, their stress lowers down because they're super high stress individuals. And then they basically eat everything but the kitchen sink, right? Um, <laughs> and then they get mad because they're like, oh my gosh, I have all these cravings. Like, how do I stop these cravings? And I'm like, it's not the fact, like 
And they're basically like hyper-focusing on the fact that they're eating like certain foods. Um, so they're like, that's why I'm gaining weight and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, it's because during the day you're like eating a piece of toast. And then as soon as yeah. your stress levels come down at the end of the day, when your kids are asleep and all that kind of stuff, you're just hungry. Like you're straight up just hungry. Right. And it's like, in a chicken breast, for example, like you're not really going to be craving chicken breast at that point, because if you require like, you know, 1700 calories to sustain yourself, but you've only had like 600, like your body's not going to be like, Oh, a piece of chicken is like exactly what we need right now. Right. Like, it's like, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. in it. Right. So right, right. it's like high fat, high carb foods that like are easily accessible that you can just grab and eat. And it's like, you know, you have a handful of it and it's like 600 calories. It's a lot easier, but it's just because it's kind of too far gone. It's hard to stop at that point. Mm -hmm. um, so reverse dieting, we basically take like where they are at currently on average. So say they on average eat like 1200 calories, but then they have like a random spike and whatever. Um, and then we gradually increase them from that. So it's like 12 to 1300 calories to 1400 calories. And basically it's just like minimizing weight gain as you're reversing up. Um, because like a lot of the times you'll get a calculator and it'll say like, okay, you need 2,500 calories um, a day to lose weight. And they're like, I'm eating 800 calories. Like I'm not eating, I can't eat 2,500 calories, right? So right. then what happens is it becomes like this disconnect and everyone gets super overwhelmed because they're like, well, I can't do that. So I might as well just do what I'm doing. And then they don't see any progress because they're just like overwhelmed and they don't know what to do. Um, so we basically just provide like that clarity and like show them how to reverse up. Um, and it's also really hard to one, like wrap your head around eating more food to lose weight. Um, so the support for that also is huge, but then also like the fact of like, imagine trying to like adjust your calories every week. Like, I don't even think about what I have for dinner on Monday, like, let alone be like, oh, yeah, I remember this week. Now I have to go up an extra hundred calories. Right. So, yeah, um, it's just way easier to have like that support as opposed to having someone who is just like constantly, um, I guess, like constantly trying to do it themselves. So that's kind of like what a reverse diet would be like. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah very in-depth answer. Very that's cool. that's yeah. wild. Right? That's um, a <laughs> yeah. great way to think about it, too, really. Yeah, like, it's, did it's you very, learn that from somebody yeah. or did you sort of like develop it yourself? Um, so it's I kind of learned it from somebody, but it's more so from like, just, um, realizing like, over, like over the course of time when I was coaching like other women, um, a lot of the nutritional courses that you take, they don't actually like, even the ones that I took, like professionally, educationally, whatever for certifications, they don't yeah. actually teach you how to reverse diet somebody. Um, wow. and the thing is, is like, when you're looking at all this information online, it's super amazing and you know, whatever. But, um, even when you go to these calculators, like no one really teaches you how to actually get to the amount of calories you're supposed to be eating. Um, and it's just like, there's no really like, I think it's becoming a lot more popular on like TikTok and things like that, like reverse dieting, but no one is still really explaining what that is. So unless you sign up with a coach, it's kind of, it sucks because no one knows about it, but like, they really need to be doing it because like, eating too little calories is even like bad for your brain health, like your heart, health, like it's just bad for your body, right? Like it's like, I'm yeah. um, not even talking from like fat loss, like just from a health perspective, like you need to be eating a certain amount of calories per day. <laughs> right, right. right. So, yeah. So that's kind of like, it's more so of like, I guess, experience like mixed with a little bit of education, but I would say more so just realizing that like, getting a woman to eat like 1700 calories when she's eating eight, isn't going to happen. <laughs> like it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So there's no other choice, right? Like, so yeah, that's kind of like where it came from, I guess. But yeah, it's like, it's pretty common or like it's knowledge if you're like in the personal training kind of um, industry, but I don't right. think it, it's talked about enough for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very counterintuitive. And I think a lot of people would have a hard time just uh, hearing that and accepting it. I think a lot of the times you have to like kind of live it and, and see it happen and feel it happen. So that's very cool. I hadn't even heard about it till now, but having you explain it like that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's just like building up proof, right? The more that you keep eating like the foods that you love or like um, eating more calories and seeing that the scale goes down and things like that, um, you're just constantly building up that proof with yourself. Like, okay, this works, this works, this works. Mm -hmm. Whereas like before it's kind of like if you ate like a piece of, um, you know, pizza or something, and then you stepped on the scale and saw that the weight went up, you'd be like, oh, pizza means weight gain, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like equating that, but with fat loss now, basically. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Wow. Very cool. cool. Yeah, it's neat. That's, it's pretty fun. It's awesome. <laughs> you, you mentioned yeah. like school and education. So what kind of schooling and education and stuff do you have to do this kind of stuff, Sam? 
Um, so I actually didn't do any formal education. Um, I was actually, so when I was doing college pro, I was in a business course and I actually failed out of my business course because I was running a business. Like the, the whole thing was attendance. So because I wasn't attending, because I was actually running a business, I fa failed out of small business and entrepreneurship, which I think is freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up just doing um, like my personal training certification. And then I also, I basically, instead of going like the, I guess like the OSAP route or like whatever the educational route, um, there was never any really programs in like university or college that I really resonated with. Um, if someone was like just getting into personal training, I'd be like, go get your kin because it's going to help you a ton. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause then, you know, anatomy and all that kind of stuff where I had to kind of learn it the hard way. Um, but basically like I have that, but then I also have like, uh, uh, Darby training certifications. So they're like a system that does a bunch of personal training certs, um, mobility okay. and stability, like functional anatomy. Um, and then I also have like a pre and post, uh, knee and hip rehabilitation cert. So like if people get knee and, um, hip replacements, that kind of stuff. Um, so like a lot of mobility work and then like nutrition certifications and things like that. So more so like paid out of pocket, um, certifications as opposed to like traditional schooling, I guess, um, it's kind of the way that I went with it. Oh, okay. No, that. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. I love that um, those resources are available for you to able for you to be able to do that. Um, I think you've you, the fact that you went and took the initiative to do that yourself, uh, probably makes you a little bit more credible than somebody who might have gone to school just to go to school. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, I think it's uh, yeah very cool that um, those resources are available. Can you tell us a little bit about how you access them and how maybe if somebody else was trying to do something similar, how they could you know follow suit? Yeah, for sure. Um, so the certifications, honestly, I love the CanFit Pro one. Um, there's a few other ones that you can do, um, but that one's like my favorite one just because I feel like the support, but also the level of education that you get with that is a lot higher. Mm -hmm. um, so as a personal trainer at Good Life, that's kind of where I was introduced to all of these courses. And at Good Life, the one really great thing about, um, you know, if you start there, if you're working there at the time, is that the personal trainers do have to get certifications in order to keep their, like your CanFit, like your certification for a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. So each year you have to go do a course you have to go do a certification um, which Very basically cool. like one makes you actually choose what you really want to do but it forces you to do it because you have a little bit of an allowance mm -hmm. um, now with them I only took one certification so the rest of the ones I got on my own um, but at the same time it's like um, if you're like looking to start that's a really even though like people complain about the pay scale and whatever it's really putting you into a situation where you're around high level trainers and when you start in person and then you go online, you're able to um, put out fires a lot easier. Um, the other thing is, is like with the certification, so like a uh, place to start like Darby training systems, they are fantastic. Like their coaches are just unreal. Um, and sorry to get kind of back into the CanFit Pro one, all their certification, like all their trainers are like very much like master trainers. So they have like level four, level five, level six, like they are like, they're getting paid like hundreds of dollars an hour to train people because they are so certified. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So they're very, very good at what they do. Yeah. And like same with Darby training systems. Um, the, I think the other one was like leapfrog or something, but it's like um, the functional anatomy one anything that gets into like mobility and stability of joints is huge mm -hmm. because especially with online programming you're gonna have people that hurt their knees you're gonna have people that hurt their shoulders you're gonna have people that fall down the damn stairs you're gonna have people that <laughs> hurt themselves walking their dog right like yeah. all that kind of stuff and the thing yeah, is is like if you stressed. can't help them they're gonna go to physio they're gonna go to all these other things but the thing is is that the, like once they're done can they still do your program can you still adapt your program so that they can do it mm -hmm. because if you can't tailor a program to someone's lifestyle then it's not sustainable they can't follow it right so like Very you can cool. give people squats lunges rows whatever but like if someone breaks their foot and you can't give them rehab exercises that they can do while their foot heals they're not going to be a client for very long, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you can't. So um, we're pretty lucky that most of our clients are with us from anywhere from six months to two, three, four, five years. Like they like the training program. We have different options from like higher tier training to like um, maintenance program levels. Mm -hmm. um, but basically like if you can't help people with their joints, with their like um, rehabilitation, things like that, um, it's a very boring course to take, but when someone hurts their knee and you know how to fix it, you literally change their life. Right. Yeah, so sure. I would say oh, like focusing yeah. on that. Yeah. Instead of like sports rehab and stuff like that, like you're not going to train athletes. Sorry to say like, hey, you know, it's cool, but <laughs> probably not. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. That that's incredible. So like, I guess focusing on uh, flexibility and like, Sorry, just give me that's... one sec. I'll be, I'm still here. I just need to grab one thing quickly. <laughs> okay. But I want to, yeah. <laughs> Super professional. Um, okay. So um, yeah, I guess focusing on that sort of being flexible and adapting to the scenarios of your client is a great way for um, to increase retention and such, but do you see a lot of fall off in clients? Like, uh, um, it, it always seems to me like when I'm trying to get back into the gym and, and shit, like every year, you know, it's the same routine. I get back into it and then I fall off and I can't really stay consistent. I'm sure if I was paying somebody, it might be a little bit different, but what, what, what do you do to like, keep them, keep clients coming back? Like, is it just that, um, added flexibility and such of your program or? Um, so I would say it's more so the community that we've built. Um, so a lot of like, especially for women, a lot of people don't have support. And the number one thing that normally has someone like either succeed on a program or fall off of a program is going to be the support that they have. And most people don't have support at home or accountability at home in order to keep them like progressing. Um, and as much as like everyone would love that internal, like I'm so motivated, like I just want to go to the gym all the time. Um, most of us and like um, actually as like human beings, we want easy and we want convenient and we actually want the least amount of energy possible is actually our natural like thing. Like it's not actually normal to be motivated to go work out. It's not natural for your body to want to put on muscle mass. It's very like energy expensive. Um, so the thing is, is like making and instilling habits that basically make you consistent. So I think a lot of people get caught up in the um, motivation portion of things. And I honestly, I, I'm not gonna lie. That's like my, the one pet peeve that I have is when people say I'm not motivated because motivation, honestly, like I get it exists, but I don't feel like that's what you should be relying on ever because it's really momentum. So when you're looking at motivation, if you're sitting at home eating ice cream, watching TV, you're not going to be motivated to go to the gym, right? Yeah. Like you're not. But if you're like, you know, if you have like, for example, say you have like a really good meal or say you go for a walk and you have those endorphins going, you're like, oh, I'm going to go have like a protein shake or I'm going to go have whatever. So when you start, you basically have to make yourself do it. And then what happens is those habits or like those actions are going to lead into momentum. And then once you start feeling better, that momentum gets into consistency, which starts to build habits. So basically what we do is we have a Facebook group, but obviously we also have like support. They can message us, all that kind of stuff. But we have a Facebook group. We do five lives a week. So basically like literally uh, myself, and then we have two other coaches at this point. We go on a live for 30 minutes to an hour. We'll talk about different things from Motivation Monday to techniques and form to, um, you know, weekly wins. So like on Wednesday, when people check in, we actually announce all the wins on the group, which is super fun. Um, and like everyone like pumps each other up. Like, you know, this person lost two pounds. This person got their water in, whatever it might be because like it's not all about scale focus especially when you're doing body recomp not everybody loses weight but then at the mm -hmm. same time like their body composition looks ridiculous right um so then looking at that kind of stuff so when they have support from us so that they can message us whenever they want they're freaking out they're doing whatever they've got check-ins each week we also do the lives five times a week that they can participate in we do group coaching calls so similar to like this right where you have everybody on there and then we'll talk to them and things like that um but then the other thing is is that they also have each other they've got boot camps they've got posts that they can engage with like and then we have like guides and guides and guides and resources of basically like um you know from like pre and post or pre and postbiotics to gut health to like um literally how to use my fitness pal um on my fitness pal we actually have like fit strategy options so when you go to track like it's like you can just type in the name of the company and it has like chicken and rice so they're not guessing for like wow. macros like it's basically like it's pretty laid out but it's also um, very much around like changing your mindset around what you're thinking, because for the most part, a lot of people start. And then what happens is if they're not all in, then they're all mm -hmm. out. So it's changing that mindset of like, okay, so right now when you get overwhelmed or when everything feels like it's falling apart, you quit this time, what you're going to do is you're going to drink water this time. What you're going to do is you're going to get a workout in the next day. Um, and essentially like Basically, we're just teaching people to pick themselves up faster so that it's not like two or three weeks until they go back to the gym. It's like a day or two and it's like, okay, let's go, let's go. Right. And it's like, it's just about like the, I truly believe that like you are more successful the faster that you pick yourself up, whether that's emotionally, whether that's physically or mentally, like you just have to pick yourself up faster. And the people who are more successful than other people in whatever area are the people who get up faster when they fall down. 
So that's kind of like the way that we look at it. And then we just like adapt the mindsets around things like that. So wow. it's just like, yeah, it's a lot more like psychology, I think, than actually like um, things that we do. But once they have it, they have it, right? So right. after that, like, I don't think we ever have anyone fall off for Christmas, for New Year's. Like at this point, it's pretty rare that someone actually like doesn't do well in the program um, unless they literally just aren't in the mindset and they're just like, they just want to lose like 50 pounds in a month. And like, that's not what we do. So <laughs> like, I got nothing, right? Like, I don't right, know. Right. So, yeah. It's kind of like, well, that sucks. Cause like, that's definitely not what we do. So <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like the way that we look at it. It's a little bit different, but it works really, really well. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It sounds really well thought out. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, we do a lot more work on like, um, and a lot more like research on adherence than like actually training and nutrition at this point, because if they can't adhere to a program, then it doesn't matter what program you put them on. Right. So, um, more so like fitting like the fitness program into their lifestyle, as opposed to making them fit their entire life around a sheet of paper, which I'm like, that's, I I'm stubborn. I wouldn't do that either. So, um, that's kind of like where we've transitioned into. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So. I hope that answers your question. That was kind of long-winded, but. Oh, no, that was great. That was great. It's all content, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Okay, so I guess, um, tell me more about what you don't like about the job. What's difficult? What are challenges you have to get past? Um, So I would say, like, um, a lot of the things that are, like, difficult, I guess, would be more so, um, I guess it would be more so, like, the people who, Um, we can't really help. So the ones that are like Mm. so stuck in the way that like, this is like the way that things have to be done. um, And they're just like not really willing to make the changes. Like our program is very much designed on sustainability. It is designed that you can basically like eat the things that you love, lose weight, things like that. But when someone is like so strict and like, oh, I can't have carbs, I can't have whatever. And they don't really have like a like a growth mindset it just doesn't really work because our program is so education based that like if you're not willing to grow it's really hard for you to adapt into the program because it's like there's no way um I guess like there's no way for you to really open your mind if you're always like you have that fixed mindset um the other thing I was going to say is like with that being said too like a lot of the times um when watching like women like leave the program and you know that they're going to go do like a fad diet and just like having to be okay with like watching them go. And then basically they come back and then they're like, oh shit, I'm up like 40 pounds. And you know, like all that kind of stuff. But like, it's still like really, really hard to like, just think about like the fact that we can't really help everybody. Um, And cause like you want to, right? Like that's like, I don't know. I feel like if you become a trainer that's like kind of what you want to do. So it's like, it's really hard to like watch people just like leave and go basically do whatever they're doing and I don't want to say like hurt themselves but just like not be happy so that would be like I think my least favorite part of it yeah wow yeah yeah Yeah. it's quite insightful can um sorry I just want to I want to bring it back a little bit um so we know you did the college pro stuff and we know you do this now but what were you doing before that and what kind of prompted your shifts so like what made you start doing the college pro and then what made you change from that into into what you're doing now Um, So I've always wanted to run my own business. I thought that was super fun. Uh, Like I just had like other things that I would do, you know, like random things online and whatever. Um, But then I was, I can't remember what was, I was sitting in my entrepreneur class and I was like listening to these people and they were honestly like, I think I was in a class and they were talking about um, how to get funding for your small business. And I was like, I can do this myself. Like I don't need to, right? Um, And it kind of dawned on me that like either you need to go get the experience that you want for in terms of the business or what happens is like, I think I should have taken, like, if you're going to run a business, go take a course on what you want to run the business in, as opposed to Mm -hmm. taking a business course. Like Mm -hmm. if you want to be a personal trainer, go take kinesiology and then learn the business stuff. Mm -hmm. Like instead of like um, focusing so much on the business stuff, because then you get out and you're like, I have all this information. And then you're like, what am I going to do with it? Because I don't know what business I'm going to run. Right. Um, so I literally typed in like, um, like run your own business, like whatever student run your own business and college pro came up and I was like, well, we'll see how that goes. Um, but I thought it was like a course. I didn't know I was running. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that was really overwhelming. Cause I met, um, at the time it was a John Amodio, which like, I'm sure Jake, yeah, you know, Oh John, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I know John. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, we sit down at a coffee shop and he's like so happy and like, whatever. And we're talking and he's like, yeah. So like, um, so then you're going to run like this painting business. It's run through a painting business. And I was like, 
okay. Uh, I'm like, I don't have my license. I don't have like anything. Like I was like so overwhelmed. Right. And then, so anyways, I was like taking this college course plus doing this like college pro thing. And, um, like it worked out pretty well, but like, again, I was like 18 or 19. Like, I don't know how to manage money. Like there's like mm. thousands of dollars coming in and like you're drinking on the weekend. Cause it's super fun. Like you're like, yeah. I'll buy the shots at the bar. And then you're like, I have to pay 30% royalties. Like it was, just, it was, a lot. Like, it was super overwhelming. Oh um, yeah. 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 And at the end of the year, they kind of sit you down. They're like, so did you have a good year? You're like, Actually, my year was fantastic. However, like I didn't really make that much money. Right. So, <laughs> so that's kind Oh of my God. Trial by fire. Holy. Yeah. No, that uh, the, the amount of money I burned while working for college pro, I don't think I'll ever spend as much in my life. Uh, like there's so much money coming in and you have no idea how to manage it properly. You forget about the royalties. You forget about paying your harmonized sales tax at the end of the year. You're like, oh man, I had to be like, my parents helped me out to like dig me out of a hole at one point. Like it, it just, oh, wow. it gets nuts, man. <laughs> I mean, you're wow. 19. What are you, yeah, you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. honestly like i agree so much and like i feel like at the very end like i had no idea but like it's kind of hard because you feel like you're the only one in that spot because everyone around you is like i made this and i'm doing that and i'm like oh so like i literally just suck like i suck <laughs> um and after like the two years so the first year wasn't too bad and then i had like the surgery on my wrist and the second year was when i had like the cast and stuff um but i ended up in like a pile of debt after like some painters had like spilled paint all over a roof oh. and then i had to pay for the roof to get redone and then like the like the insurance wouldn't cover it so it was like all out of pocket oh, and then man. i'm at the end of the year and they're like hey so you owe us royalties i'm like i also owe hsc and i owe like everything um oh. so i ended up actually being like bankrupt for five years afterwards oh wow um, Fuck. So that wow fun. Yeah, that's, so, that's yeah. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Holy so, shit. <laughs> yeah. So like I like um, at like 19 years old, I was like totally. Well, sorry, I was in a consumer proposal, so I wasn't bankrupt. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I was like bankrupt at 19. I had like failed out of school. Um, the business, I, th I thought like everyone at College Pro like hated me because I was like this like failure. Right. Um, which I don't think they actually cared, but like at 19, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then ended up moving out to Sarnia, which is like this little town in Ontario. Mm. Um, and like had literally nothing and was like, well, so my wrist is like broken. I have no muscle in my arm. I'm totally bankrupt. Um, this whole company hates me. I'm like, I'm like miles <laughs> away from everybody. I'm like, great. So like, I should probably like, I guess try and like build up my arm again and like work out. Um, so that's kind of like how I ended up getting into like fitness more so and just like working at Good Life. They just saw that like I basically they're like, how the heck did you do that? Because I just like started building mm -hmm. and they're like, wow, like, like, I can't believe that. Like, do you want to be a trainer here? And then started off with Good Life um, and then ended up leaving to work at a chiropractic clinic because I wanted to oh, learn more about like mm -hmm. joints and muscle. Like I found a lot of my clients like had to go to the chiropractor and they're going to physios. So I got offered a job with a chiropractic clinic and then I ended up doing the personal training with them and like being more like the assistant with them. Um, and then from there, that's where like I ended up doing the in-person training. And then um, there was like a bunch of stuff that happened there. Not going to get into that, but <laughs> ended up like quitting that job like pretty suddenly and was like, okay, we're all in on this online thing because, you know, we just made three grand in a month mm. and now I can support myself and I really don't want to be there at the moment. So we're just going to see if this works. And mm. it was kind of just like diving in and being like, you have to do this. Mm -hmm. um, it was hard because I didn't have any credit cards or anything because no one would give me money. because they thought <laughs> And like everyone just assumed I was like this 19 year old girl who like spent too much on shoes. And I was like, no, actually, I was like crippling debt from a painting company. Um, so it was like kind of hard because no one would give me anything. But that's kind of like how it progressed. It was like college pro, good life and then chiropractic. And then I was just like, you know what? It's time to just go all in and do this. Um, and yeah, I didn't thank God it worked out. So <laughs> it was yeah. good. Um, yeah. Just a quick question. So when you went from yeah. good life to the chiropractic, did you have to do anything special or was it just you found a good opportunity and they let you in or was there any sort of like a bridge that you had to cross there? Um, I honestly just found a really good opportunity. And um, the thing was, is like, it was more so for like consults. And then also like, they were just really nice about like letting me, um, they just like knew that I knew my stuff, I guess, like as I was there, mm -hmm. it was more so like, because I would be talking to people about doing 
um, like their exercises once they got prescribed and stuff like their stretches. Mm -hmm. And he was just like really impressed with the fact of like how I explained the exercises, like what I knew, things like that. So eventually like when people needed training, he's like, Hey, I'll refer people to you. And then, mm -hmm. so they had like a small space in the basement that was like not pretty by any means. <laughs> and basically I would work from like seven till six. And then I would work from six until like eight training people at night. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I would come home and like work on the online business too. So I was going to bed at like 12 o'clock every day and then getting up to do it again. Yeah. And I did that wow. for about two years. So that wow. was like, wow. it was like, Damn. it wasn't like it happened right away. Like this mm -hmm. is probably over the course of like, um, five years or so. And then like this year and like posting like three times a day, every single day. And it's just like with the pandemic coming, it just like, it hit, it was perfect mm -hmm. timing. I had an online program for some reason, but God knows what <laughs> And it just Oops. like, everyone was like, I've been watching you for years and like, I'm down, like, let's mm -hmm. do this. So awesome. it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, wow. Yeah. All right. Um, I think we should uh, take a second here and restart the meeting. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're about to run out of Yeah. We're just yeah. going to yeah. pop over a new meeting and we'll in send you that invite. Cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hello again. Hello. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we're too cheap to upgrade to pro, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, that's from. Uh... <laughs> Here I am. I'm like yeah. smiling and shit. Yeah. Uh, one sec. And... There we go. Say, where's that beautiful yeah, that smile was taken of yours, out buddy? In front of my parents' place in Bracebridge, Ontario. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, oh man. <clears throat> Okay. So um, we were, before the break, we were talking a little bit about um, sort of your struggles throughout the years and, you know, hitting that yeah. uh, consumer proposal, bouncing back from that, starting your own business. Obviously, you've been able to find some success. Um, but what does that look like monetarily for you? Like, are you financially like independent now? Are you good to move on with your life, start saving for retirement, that kind of stuff? Yeah. So, um, like right now, so we have two, um, so it's myself and then we have another head trainer for our, um, other program. And then basically we have a, another trainer who runs our like lower ticket program or like what, whatever you want to call it, like our, um, uh, our lower like scale program, I guess, or like one of the ones that, um, is a little bit more affordable, I guess, if you want to call mm -hmm. it. So we have like, um, a next, we call them like our next level coach. So we have a next level coach and then we have the YNAC or the, um, which is one of our programs or the time to sweat program. And she runs that kind of section of the programs. Um, and then we also have a community manager. So we have quite a few wow. people who are employed underneath like at this point. Um, so yeah, so like with, with training, like you can make anywhere, like we well over make six figures at this point, um, in terms of like training per year. Um, uh, but wow. honestly, like, and I'm in a, a business mentorship program currently like for personal trainers. Um, and like some people are making, you know, anywhere from, you know, four to $10,000 per month. And then some people are actually making like 60 to $80,000 a month. Like, um, wow. there's actually like, you could literally, you can become a millionaire doing personal training. Like it's like, it's become so prevalent online. Um, and there's just like such a wow. demand for it at this point, because after COVID, especially everyone realized that like, they're not going to go to the gym on their own. Right. Like they just realized <laughs> they're like, I had all this time and I didn't really do anything. Right. So, um, yeah. So basically like at this point, um, yeah, like we, we run anywhere from like 10 to probably 35,000 a month or so. And it just depends. And then some people wow. run over. Yeah. So um, it's pretty cool. So right now, definitely able to save things like that and grow um, all the money at this point that we make per month goes back into the business for the most part. Like I think my, um, the lovely coaches that work with me make more than I do at this point because I don't really take money out to do anything. Um, yeah. Like I'll go on, like if we do business trips or things like that, like I'll pay for those kind of things, but it's not really like, I'd rather just like put it back into the business and see the business grow because um, it's just really cool, like watching so many women like join our program and be able to like um, totally transform their lives and stuff. And the thing is, is like, obviously that costs money. So the thing is, is like every time people join, um, it's not like they just join and, you know, like we kind of like put it in our pockets and walk away. It's more so like, okay, we're hiring another coach so that the support is better. We're hi we're getting another program so that the program is better. We're doing this, we're doing that um, to make sure that like um, the overall experience is really elevated. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like you can definitely make 
a ton of money doing online training, like a ton. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. awesome. I, I didn't expect that. Like, I mean, with a, an organization, the way you're describing it, like it, it makes sense that, you know, you as the business owner would yeah. be progressing and be hitting like numbers like that. Right. But yeah. wow. To think about like just your everyday um, trainer getting into the business and being able to sustain themselves like that. That's really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like if you, if you have a good product, um, like it's not hard at all. Like some people do courses and things like that. We do obviously like more like personalized programs and stuff, but, um, I think it gets to the point, like you can only really get to that point if you have like the systems and the, um, the things the the steps in place in order to do that. Like right now, when people join, it's a very systemized, um, like, you know, it's a very systematic approach. It's not just like mm -hmm. you join, okay, you get a trainer, here you go, whatever. Like, it's very much like, okay, so these are like your next steps for onboarding. This is what you're going to do here. This is how you join the Facebook group. This is whatever. So it's definitely been like a lot of trial and error. But the thing is, is like, as soon as we learn something or as soon as something like, um, as soon as the system breaks or there's a problem or someone says overwhelmed and they have to quit because they're just like, there's too many things. Um, we're very, very fast at like implementing steps. So I think if someone was new and starting the biggest thing, if you do want to make like a lot of money with personal training, um, the biggest thing is, is like one, you have to put in the work and like, obviously like promote yourself and market yourself and be very clear with your message. But the other thing is, is like, you need to implement fast. And when things break, you need to see like why people are overwhelmed. Like the problems and the fires that you have in your business, you need to be able to like identify them and then implement a solution very, very fast. And that's how you scale. Otherwise it takes a long time to scale, right? Like some people who are in the same program as I am, they have all the same information, access to everything that I have in terms of like business mentorship, um, which I'm part of the 10 K Academy. It's not really a secret. So if anyone knows my <laughs> mark or whatever, you can, you know, go hit him up, whatever. Honestly, he's totally changed my life. So I'll plug him in there for a little bit, but um, <laughs> literally it's like, um, with like, with that, it's like, they have, there's thousands of trainers in that program, but the difference between the people who are into the next program, which is called the mastermind program, which is the one that I'm in, where it's talking about systems and things like that is the difference between like the people who, when things happen, they like get overwhelmed, they shut down, like the fires just keep burning, or it's like, you're actually like putting out the fires and figuring out systems to, uh, make sure that doesn't happen again. And I think that's what like really scales people faster. It's just like, making systems that make sure that people like know what to expect. They don't get overwhelmed. So yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah can you kind of like walk us through like what a, a day is like with your job now? Like, is it, is it more managerial, like focusing on the business and your employees or are you still doing like a lot of the actual training and stuff? Um, so I would say like, so my days are pretty long. So they start off at about 5.00 AM. Um, so I wake up at five um, and then the first hour of my day is, uh, I do a little bit of cardio in the morning and then I actually do a full page of like gratitude journaling, which sounds super cheesy, but I promise you it works. This like the I am affirmations, man. I used to be that person who was like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's so dumb. And then one day you look through that book and you're like, oh, this shit is coming true. And you're like, I am doing this. Like, you're like, hmm, what else? I have a boat, like whatever. You know what I mean? You're just like, we'll just try whatever works. You're like, we'll see what happens. But like, it does really make a difference. Um, and then, so I don't check my phone for the first hour of my day. I have a coffee, I have breakfast. And then I also read two pages of whatever book I'm, or sorry, two pages, two chapters of whatever book that I'm reading at the time. Um, right. So that's how I start my morning. And then basically we get into, um, I do like a power hour after that. So for one hour, I like don't have my phone on, it's on do not to I set a timer, literally work for an hour straight, normally post the first piece of content for the day, that kind of thing. Um, then we have a half hour morning meeting, which basically um, we go over like me and the other two trainers, the community manager, she has another job also at the time because she honestly just likes the stability. I was like, whatever, if you want to like still work and do whatever, that's totally fine. Um, so she likes the fact that she can go into work and she has like that one-on-one -on -one experience. So she just basically does that and then she'll do this on the side so I just meet with the trainers for half an hour we go over the things that we need to do for the day um I run my week Sunday to Friday so um Sunday I plan everything out and then Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday is pretty easy Saturday I take off and then I start again on Sunday so on Monday it's just going over what needs to be done that kind of stuff um and then it's another like one to two hours like power hours of just like getting content done um or like pre-done 
um, answering anything that needs to be answered on the app. If there's any issues at all, um, a lot of the times, like the other coaches are doing a lot of that kind of work for me right now. Um, so my main focus is basically sales and growing the business and making sure that like um, things are running smoothly, running challenges, things like that. Um, and then we also have um, like two lives that I do pretty much every day. So at like 12 to one o'clock, like eating, doing the, the two lives, which is about an hour to an hour and a half. Um, another one to two hours of just like working and like making sure things are running smoothly, answering any questions, like coaching questions that people have that the coaches don't know how to answer. I'll answer those as well. Um, and then basically from there, it's more so like posting on social media, making any content that we need to make. Um, and then near the end of the day, I check in with the coaches, make sure things are going okay. Um, and then I always finish my day off with like a workout um, and uh, cardio. And then that's pretty much the end of the day. Um, and then like meal prep at night. So I probably run from like five and then actually finish work around like six. And then it's kind of like um, from six till like, I guess like eight is like workout and meal prep and then pretty much going to bed around like 10, 11 and then doing that again. Wow. Yeah. So it's pretty busy. Very, very structured. Yeah. 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 Cool. It has to be at this point. Like, yeah, you have to be like, I just, I randomly <laughs> happened. I hired my second coach and it was like, oh, okay, you're a CEO now. Shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this like she quit her job for this. So I was like, we gotta like make sure that this gets moving. So wow. I was like, that was like the fire under. And ever since then, my schedule has been like, boom, like, let's go. So yeah. Yeah. It's amazing wow. what that will do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, That's it's, awesome. Yeah, yeah, you sound uh, very, very motivated, very passionate about what you're doing. That's amazing. I, I love, I love that so many of our guests kind of have that in common. They found something they're really passionate about. Um, I want to just, I know we keep going back, but I want to go back to how you found your your story, like um, the fact that you know you worked at College Pro and then like had to file for bankruptcy and then switch, kind of switch careers and all that stuff. Like, how yeah. did you find? The motivation how did you light your fire underneath yourself when you were going through all that because that sounds tough as hell <laughs> yeah um i would say like the the motivation to like start like actually taking fitness seriously was probably the fact that like i went to go pick up a cup and i couldn't even pick it up um because my wrist was so bad like i still can't turn it over like it's like fused together so um that was like super demotivating because i was supposed to be going to like mohawk slash like mcmaster for volleyball so um, what happened was I was supposed to be trying out for the, um, varsity team. And that was like, that was like my next step, right? Like I was like freaking pumped. And then, uh, that kind of crushed it because I realized that I couldn't serve. I couldn't do anything. Like yeah. I went to the tryout and I was just like, it was a joke. Like it yeah. was like, I was like, this is stupid. So, cause it's also my right hand. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically like, I guess like with that, um, that was kind of like where that fire lit. And then basically what happened was once I left Good Life and I went to the chiropractor, I really wasn't doing anything like, except for the people that they had a few things. Like I was just excited to like have like kind of a nine to five again, not get you know harassed every time I walked in to go find people, whatever. Um, so I wasn't really actually even like considering doing training anymore. Like I liked it, but I was just posting on social media and stuff like that. And people just started asking me for training, right? Like they just started asking, they're like, Hey, are you still doing training? Whatever. Um, and that's kind of like what happened. And then I guess like what also happened was when I went to the chiropractic clinic, I also went through a breakup at the time. Um, and at the time we had built or bought a house together, the whole shebang. And, um, I was just like, yeah, I'm just not, this isn't working anymore. Like I'm, I'm done. So I decided to move out, do my thing, not really ask for anything for the house, whatever. I was like, just, you keep everything. Don't worry about it. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to go. Right. And, um, yeah. And then I realized that very, very quickly that I don't make very much chiropractic. Money. I make very much. <laughs> and I realized that if I want a shower curtain and if I want to eat food and if I want gas and all this other stuff that comes with being an adult, because my spoiled ass never paid for anything. <laughs> like I did, but I was, I was fortunate at the time that like uh, my partner did have like a really good job. We were young, like we'd been dating for forever. So it just like turned out that he ended up paying for most of the things. Mm. I didn't really think about like, it wasn't like, you know, it was like um, blissful ignorance, I guess. Like, I just didn't know really what things cost. It wasn't like I was trying to be, um, you know, malicious or like whatever. I just really didn't understand money very well. Um, hence bankruptcy, hence college pro. Like, I didn't know what money was. I, like, I was like, oh, things cost money, sweet, right? But like, I'd already had money because of college pro. And so when I didn't, I was like, oh shit, things cost money. Um, and so basically what happened was, and like, if I really wanted to like 
not have 30 cents in my bank account. Like it was like, you have to be training people. Mm. Um, so I started realizing that if I trained three people at night, that was like $120 or whatever, um, that I would make per day that I could like spend on other things. So basically the chiropractic, uh, paid for my bills and like training paid for food. It paid for gas. It paid for clothes. Like mm. that was like the only way that I actually like had food so that was like really motivating yeah yeah that was like super motivating and then i noticed that like more people wanted online and whatever and i was like oh i can write one program and they'll pay me 40 dollars or like actually at the time i think i charged like 20 or 30 dollars it was crazy um for like a month of programming and it was like oh i can write this program put it in it's like 10 workouts and i get 40 bucks i was like imagine if i did that 10 times mm-hmm. right and like my dad always had this thing where he's like if you can get one dollar from every person he's like you would be just like you'd be like thinking about how many people there are in the world right mm-hmm. um so i just kind of like took that but i was like well we're gonna have to start with 40 because like i need to eat so <laughs> as much as i would love to charge a dollar like i need 40 and uh yeah and then it kind of just like started um just like escalating from there so that was like the fire it was more so like actual like i just like if i didn't do it then i would have been probably having to move back to toronto live with my parents like things like that because um, it wouldn't have worked out because I wouldn't have been able to pay for my bills, to be honest. Mm. Wow. Yeah. 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 There's something to be said about, uh, riding that line. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> I've, I've been there more times than I'd care to admit. Um, even now, you know, with, uh, things I'm trying to do and, and get done and it, it's, it's really inspiring to hear a story like that. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't think I've actually ever told that one really. Cause it's like, it's not really like flashy to be like, by the way, like I had 30 cents in my account mm. and uh, rent <laughs> but, was coming out tomorrow and you're like, Oh shit. Like, I don't know. You want to eat? So but, yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't think it gets, I think everything's so glorified and all the happy mm. stuff that like no one really is like, no one Honestly. really uh, talks about that really anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah. You, you learn a lot more from the mistakes you made. And I think a lot more people also learn from, you know, nobody wants to hear just success stories. They want to know what got you there, the hard stuff that got you there and, and how you got through it. Right. Cause everyone's going through their own stuff every now and then. So it's just cool to see what, how everybody motivates themselves to get through it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for sharing pretty much. No worries. <laughs> I didn't expect that one today, but I was like, you know what? I guess we're just going to go for it. Whatever. I was like, bankruptcy yeah. and I was broke. I was like, this yeah. is so much fun. This is, uh, yeah, well, this is why we just freeform it, you know? Yeah. No, no prep. Awesome. No prep. <laughs> um, okay. Mm. I, have, I have one more question and then I'm, I'm tapped. I don't know about you guys, but um, I, Sam, I saw you on a, an ad on my Instagram oh, or like food fund. I think it was the food fund boxes in Hamilton. And I was like, damn, like where, <laughs> where the hell did, did Sam come from on a random fucking targeted advertisement on my social media? <laughs> Can you tell me more about like how you landed that like brand deal or like what got you involved in it? Um, so it's pretty funny actually. So I made a TikTok because they sent me a box of free food and they're just like, Hey, oh, um, yeah, it happens actually a lot more than you, like it happens all the time. Um, and I think like a lot of, um, especially like ladies, I need to like realize that too, that like a lot of the lifestyle that people are, you know, living is definitely like prepaid for. So yeah, yeah. yeah they're like, Oh, look at this mattress. I'm like that you didn't pay for. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, yeah. So like yeah. $10,000 mattress. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, and Instagram has literally come out as a marketplace now, right? So, and I think yeah. like a lot of people who don't know that think that, oh my gosh, like these people have all these cool things and whatever, but some people are making like ridiculous amounts of money per post. I'm not really into that realm, but like um, they make a lot of money for things and um, with the, like the food fund and stuff. So um, I did have like, I have more so like paid partnerships with like, um, uh, like supplement companies or with um, like clothing, like things like that. Um, which is pretty fun or like uh, skincare, like all my skincare is paid for, which is pretty cool. Um, and so with food fund, actually what happened was they sent me a box. Um, and then they just asked me to make it TikTok. And then they asked me if they could like use it. They're like, Hey, do you mind if we like post this video? And I was like, yeah, no problem. And they posted it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. Yeah. laughs> so, 
I had no idea. And then I was getting people from like Hamilton. I was getting people from like Niagara, like all these places, especially because I'd done college pro. So like in that yeah. whole area, it was like from Niagara. And like, I think I ran by the end of it, like all the way into Burlington, like that whole like strip. <laughs> um, it was like, I got all these messages and everyone's like, I was just like, wow, that's so cool. And I was like, that's free. like they have um they're literally like trying to stop food waste they're trying to like promote like not like i'm not going to go in and be like so 10k like you yeah. know what i mean like, but, where are your um, so right? and it was like nice yeah. for publicity and stuff but like yeah i was kind of like so most of the time like things like that like sometimes they're paid sometimes they're not uh, but they like still send me some like boxes every so often and like things like that and um yeah honestly i just like like the free stuff i don't really care if they're paying <laughs> or not for it I'm like, you'll yeah. send your box of vegetables, but all means, like, I'll make a post, <laughs> right? Like, thank you for saving me, like, $40, like, no problem. So, yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. Um, as long as you have, like, a decent, um, you have decent quality posts, and, like, you don't have to have, like, a ton of content. But normally when you get around, like, just past 7,000 followers or so, you tend to get a lot of brand deals and things like mm. that. And then um, normally around, like, 15 to 20 is when people start, like, actually paying you for stuff, which is kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. very cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Does uh, anybody else have any other questions? I know we're getting low on time, but one one quick thing. I've just uh, I'm wondering what what you got planned for the future with the business and everything. Um. So for us, we actually focus um I guess a lot more on um like the quality. So like this year, I'm actually going to be competing. So like I do, I did a fitness competition a few years ago. Um, and then I'm going to be doing that again this year. So a lot of my cool. like goals are around that, um, which takes up quite a bit of time. Um, but for uh, business wise, we're constantly like redeveloping like our YNAC program, which is like the you need to coach program, which is like our it's about like $97 or so per month. And they just get like workout programs and things like that. But we're constantly evolving like that program because that's like our most popular program, um, as well as our next level program, which is basically like our high ticket, um, you know, high tier, whatever coaching program. Um, and I feel like a lot we're just basically going to be focusing on like the same message and just like expanding um because like i feel like a lot of businesses or like a lot of people in general they focus on too many things at once and so what we do is we focus on evolving and elevating like our current products um to make sure that they're like the best that they possibly could be um and like hiring new coaches and things like that to make those three like we have three programs like making those three programs um the best that they possibly could be because i really do believe in those programs um so making sure that they run extremely well that people have the support that they need to make sure like um, as we scale, like those programs can actually like fit the amount of people that we're trying to scale them in um, and then basically evolving from there. So it's not really like it's not really like fun and flashy. But the thing is, is like I feel like it, it's just something that um, not really like a lot of people talk about, which is like just taking like, you know, two or three like really good, really solid like things that you've developed and then just basically like making them applicable to like hundreds or thousands of people you know what I mean so um that's kind of like what we're currently doing so that there's more options like um people can still be on certain programs but have like knee injuries and like things like that um where they might not be able to afford like that high high tier program there's always going to be that one that like you know one-on-one -on -one, all that kind of stuff but making it more readily available that like you don't have to follow uh, like even if it's a generic kind of program um, it's still like more tailored to what you actually need as opposed to doing like, you know, um, sit to stand, to, you know, shoulder press, jump in, whatever the heck they're doing on YouTube right now. Um, it's just like most people can't do that and it's not safe and it's not relative. So like actually taking like a quality training program that you would have in person and how can we make it as like, as like similar into like a smaller or like a, um, a less expensive program, but they're still seeing like the same results. Or like similar and doing a little bit maybe more things on their own but we're giving them like tons of support passively kind of thing so that's like what we're working on cool wow. yeah yeah very cool yeah. yeah it's fun <laughs> it's very fun all right well um to wrap it up then uh our last question we ask everybody is do you think we could do that <laughs> do you think you could do that yeah yeah Honestly, yeah. Um, it just depends on like, I would just say like, if you're not passionate about it, it's really hard. Because mm -hmm. like, when people are like, Oh, I'm not like eating my vegetables, and you're like, Okay, well, whatever, like, you should be doing that, right? Like, I think a lot of people like health and fitness, and they like it the way that they've done it. 
Um, or they're like, I did this, so you could do this also. But I think it's like looking at like what other people actually need based on their life circumstances. And if you can do that, I think it's a lot easier. Like, I think anyone could be a trainer. It's a matter of like, if you like it, if you want to, do you like helping people? Um, do you want people messaging you all the time, asking you like, not everyone wants to be like constantly quite like, you know, send, send questions and you have to answer them. And people are like, you know, their life is like blowing up and you're basically like a low, like low kind of tier, like life coach kind of thing. Right. So it's like, there's a lot to it. So I do think anyone can do it. The thing is, it's like, do you enjoy it? Because if you're not passionate about it, or if you don't like it, I don't think it's something that's sustainable because like, honestly, it's a lot of work. So the thing is, it's yeah. like, if you don't like it, it's like going to engine. It's like trying to be an engineer and then being like, well, I hate drawing, but like, I'll give it a shot. Right. Like, it so yeah, yeah, I think you guys definitely could do it. It's just a matter of if you like it or if you wanted to. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, sure. Awesome. Thank you so much, thank Sam. You. That was, that was fantastic. Okay. A, a great interview. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No worries. I hope you guys got some good stuff. I hope it helps some people. So. Yeah. <laughs>